Welcome to The Path to Visibility. I'm your host, Janice Mandel, and I'm here to take you under my wing and show you how to create the kind of visibility and reputation you've always dreamed of for your business or yourself. Through my decades of experience launching and managing brands for companies like Microsoft, American Express, and Procter & Gamble, and running my own public relations agency, I know that small and medium-sized businesses can benefit from many of the same strategies and tactics that big companies use to attract attention. I'll be interviewing successful entrepreneurs, marketing pros, and members of the media, and offering actionable tips of my own so you can learn how to do just that. So if you're looking for an effective way to get the word out and build a solid reputation for your brand, look no further. You found it. Let's get started. How do you feel when you see a fellow business owner or even a competitor featured in local media, like your local newspaper, or you hear them being interviewed on the radio? Do you feel a pang of jealousy and think, why are they being interviewed? What do they have that I don't? How did that happen? Well, you're not alone because the truth is it should be you in that news story and it easily could be you. Stick around for today's episode of The Path to Visibility because we're going to dig into how a little local visibility can be a big help in getting you or your business known in the area where you live and beyond. Hi, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Janice Mandel, and welcome to episode 10 of The Path to Visibility. I honestly can't believe we're already at double digits for new episodes. I want to thank you all for listening, and I also want to start off this week with a bit of an apology, because in my last episode, which was all about how to build visibility in a way that feels authentic to you. One of the things I talked about was the importance of consistency. I gave myself as an example, and I talked about how I move mountains to ensure that I publish a new podcast episode every week. And then I missed last week's episode. I didn't mean to, and I felt really bad about it. But if truth be told, I messed up my schedule and I made the decision not to publish rather than to do a less than thorough job. Going forward, though, I will do my very best to be consistent and not miss any more episodes. On the plus side, I have some good news. Episode two, which was all about how to get quoted in the media, has been extremely popular, so I decided to put together a free resource based on that episode. It's a seven-page guide outlining how to get quoted in the media, which in my experience is the fastest and easiest way to benefit from media coverage. In the guide, I give you a step-by-step approach similar to what I talked about in episode two. It's called Cracking the Code, How to Get Quoted in the Media, and you can download a copy from the show notes, my LinkedIn profile, which is at Janice Mandel, and the brand new Path to Visibility Instagram. If you download it and have any questions, please feel free to DM me on LinkedIn or the Path to Visibility Instagram. I promise to respond. Now on to today's topic, which is all about how to capture more attention in your local market. There are a lot of benefits to being known and having a public profile in the city or town where you live, but not all of them are obvious. So let's start out with that. Why would you even want to take the time to become well-known in the area where you live? Well, there are a lot of reasons, but I'm going to focus on three important ones. First of all, when you're just starting to build awareness for your business or personal brand, it will probably be easier for you to start small and local, even if you live in a big city, because local media events and thought leaders 
are probably going to be more accessible to you than people in events with a national or international profile. Starting small also means that you're taking less risk with the outreach you do. And we'll get into what all that is about in a minute, but a local TV station will be less intimidating to pitch than a national newspaper. Also, it will be easier for you to find the right contact, either through networking or if needed, you can probably even make one or two phone calls to find out who to approach with a pitch. Less risk also means you can take more chances and maybe even try a few different pitches because again, there will be more give and take with a local journalist, influencer, or event when it comes to negotiating your topic and what you can and can't say. For example, how much you can mention your product or service. Usually when you're pitching a media interview or speaking opportunity, their interest is in having the audience learn from you as an expert, not really to hear you pitch your products or services. But with a local opportunity, there is likely to be more lenience around that, you know, partly because it's relevant for you to talk about your business and the fact that you're locally based. After all, small businesses are the lifeblood of every economy and every business has a story. So if there's a local angle to yours, play it up when you're pitching local media and at local events. Another benefit of having a high profile in your community is that it will help you build your influence locally, and that can lead to a variety of new opportunities. When you have a public profile, you not only gain visibility, it can also make you more credible, and this can attract new clients, investors, speaking engagements, and media opportunities. Locally prominent business people also have a platform to advocate and promote the kinds of causes they care about. And the great thing about that is, as you put your opinions out there and advocate for others, you also reinforce your own status as a thought leader and influencer, which builds momentum and opens up even more opportunities for you to share your expertise and your insights with a wider audience. Arlene Dickinson is a great example of this. She's a very successful marketing executive who first built a local profile in Calgary, Alberta. She started small and local and helped her firm win several business awards in Calgary. And that led to the chance for her to become an investor on the show Dragon's Den back in 2007. This built her profile even more, which generated speaking opportunities. Then she wrote a book about her personal story, which led to her weighing in on social issues that are relevant to her. Arlene is still a marketing executive, but she's also a national celebrity now. And the visibility and credibility she's built over the years has not only contributed to her success, it has also given her opportunities to grow in directions that she wouldn't have had if she didn't take the time to build her profile first in Calgary and then beyond. Okay, moving on to the third and perhaps most important benefit of being well-known in your local market, which is that it helps build top-of-mind awareness for your business or expertise. So top-of-mind awareness is a marketing term. It's sort of jargony, but It's also important and often overlooked by small business and personal brands. So let me explain what it means. When you're top of mind, you are the first person or brand that comes to mind when a customer or client thinks of your industry or category. So for example, when I say mobile phone, what comes to mind? Apple? Google? What about when I say hamburger? McDonald's? Or running shoe? Nike? You don't have to be a big company to benefit from top of mind awareness. You just need to know who your target audience is and you have to be able to reach them with a relevant message on a consistent basis. If you do that, they will think of you when they need your expertise, product, or service. 
That's one of the reasons people like Amy Porterfield and Stu McLaren are successful. Amy has worked with over 50,000 students and teaches them how to launch a successful online course. And Stu has helped thousands of business owners build a successful membership community. Tens of thousands, actually. Both Amy and Stu are at the top of their field. And while they are not household names, they are very well known and sought after in their fields of expertise. So what are some of the benefits of being top of mind? Well, when people think of you, they're more likely to seek out your products or services. And this will get you more Google searches, which will improve your SEO keyword ranking. Also, if you're familiar to people, your marketing will be more memorable and resonate more with them. You're also more likely to get called by local media when they need a comment about something in the news that relates to your industry or expertise. And this will help you establish yourself as a regular source to local media. There are business people and experts in every town and city who are regularly consulted for news stories in the areas that are relevant to their expertise. You've probably seen or heard them on the local morning show or quoted somewhere in the media. Could be a local gardening expert who comments in spring about when to plant your garden, or a local nutritionist who's interviewed for a back-to-school story about how to pack a healthy student lunch, or even a startup advisor who has consulted on the impact of small business in the local economy. News is about what's happening now, and knowledgeable sources are always needed to provide perspective. Yours could be one of them. Local media is a great place to start. All it takes is some effort and a willingness to make yourself available. Media have deadlines, so be flexible and be available when they call. Now that we've talked about the value of building a profile for yourself and your business in the community where you live, let's talk about what you can do to make your business or personal brand more visible in your local market. There are many ways to do this, so I encourage you to be creative. There is one caveat, though, which is, I strongly suggest that before you brainstorm local visibility ideas, you first write down your overall goal and the target audience you want to reach. Keep that information somewhere you can see it because it will keep you focused on your objective and hopefully prevent you from pursuing ideas that will not advance your goals. Okay, so the first suggestion for building local visibility is to reach out to local media and offer to provide commentary on relevant topics in your industry. Now, this is a little different than offering an expert quote, which I talked about in episode two, because your focus here is not just the topic of your expertise. You have to keep in mind that the mandate of a local media outlet is local coverage. Any topic they are reporting on must serve the community. So you need a local hook. The fact that you are a local business person is helpful, but it's not enough. But what you can do is offer your take on the news of the day, and events or issues that are affecting the lives of people where you live in the areas that are relevant to you. So let's say you're a parenting coach. If there is a morning show either on TV or talk radio, you could reach out to the producer. That's the correct person to contact. To find them, Google the name of the show and the word producer, and that should provide a contact via LinkedIn or the show's website. Once you find their name, Google them to get their email address if you need it. And before you reach out, get familiar with the show, either by watching a few episodes or by reviewing the website. You can even search for your topic of expertise on the site, which may show that they've had past experts. And that can be a helpful thing in terms of brainstorming ideas about what you can talk about. Then you can put together a short email and send it to the producer. 
I would introduce yourself, mention your expertise, and then offer a few suggested topics based on seasonal or current issues or the news of the day. For example, as a parenting expert, maybe you want to offer advice about how to make the back-to-school experience less stressful for families. That also gives the story some timeliness. To give it a local angle, you could talk about unique curriculum requirements or challenges in your school district, and then maybe include some general advice about how to build relationships with teachers and advocate for your child. You could also mention any local resources like community organizations or after-school programs that can help support students and families in your area. That's just one idea, which quite frankly, I got from ChatGPT. So you can easily do the same for your topic of expertise. Give it a try. Another idea is to collaborate with local small business owners or subject matter experts that offer product services or expertise that complement what you do. There are a whole variety of things you could do together, but one idea is to join forces and host a speaker series and networking event for potential clients and customers. Or maybe you just start off with not a speaker series, but just like one speaking event. This type of event goes a long way toward establishing you as a go-to expert in your field and helps you connect with potential customers. You could even add a charity component to give people a reason to participate beyond professional development. So some on-site fundraising during the event for a cause that's local. There are lots of events out there like this. Some shut down and went online during COVID, but many have started up again because people are willing and in fact eager to network in person. An example that comes to mind for me is a very well-done speaker series here in Toronto that I've participated in and attended called Ensemble. It was started in 2013 by someone with a business in the branding space with the vision of bringing together younger emerging leaders and entrepreneurs. In other words, his prospective clients. He wanted to offer them executive level events at a reasonable price. The events were also kind of cool and each one had a future focused topic. So the future of work, the future of cities, the future of food, and the speakers included interesting people from those areas. One of my clients was invited to speak and that's how I found out about the event. It was very well done. Creating a local event like this is work. But once it gets launched, it provides a huge amount of content for you to use and a platform for you to network with. And by establishing yourself as an organizer, you'll become associated with the event and recognized as one of the people who brought the speakers and attendees together. You'll also have an opportunity to showcase your knowledge and expertise, and this will help establish you as a local expert. It will also add to your bio and make you more appealing to media. Plus, a well-run event can generate its own buzz and excitement. And this can further increase your visibility and help you gain recognition as a local leader in your field. Another way to increase your visibility is to look into teaching opportunities at a local college or university. Teaching is a great way to become known as an authority and to connect and network with other professionals in your area of expertise. Because, you know, one opportunity often leads to another. Many schools also offer continuing and executive education programs. Teaching at one of these will not only help build your authority, it can also lead you to new clients because these programs are attended by professionals who want to develop the very skills you're teaching them. So they may also be interested in becoming your clients at some point. If you do find a teaching role, you'll want to make sure that your name and credentials are featured in the program's course catalog and on their website and update your bio accordingly. A teaching role is great social proof for you, especially if the school has a particularly good reputation. 
Another way to subtly spread the word about your teaching role is by using social media to share interesting academically-based information and inspiration for your followers. Martin Waxman, who I had on my show a few weeks ago, teaches digital communication, social media, and AI at several universities, and his LinkedIn feed is a constant source of information for me about what's new in AI, trends in social media, and relevant academic material that I would otherwise never see. So it's cool for me to have a connection with him, and I like to comment on and share the information he posts with others. When you're writing about what you teach, you should aim to make your posts shareable. So you have to go beyond comments like, you know, thrilled to be teaching a class at such and such university. It's more interesting if you highlight what you're teaching or maybe some new research findings that you've been exposed to in academia or even something about how your students inspire you. You may also want to consider participating in events that are hosted by the program you're teaching for, like networking events or speaker sessions, and introduce yourself because this can help you build relationships and expand your network within the program you're teaching and beyond. So that's what I have on today's topic. I hope you found it helpful. I chose to talk about how to get visibility in your local market because that is something people ask me to help them with. And, you know, they want to know how they can get, quote unquote, out there and market themselves in the city where they live. So let's recap. First of all, we talked about the benefits of having a public profile in the city or town where you live. Number one, it's easier to start small and local when you're just beginning to build awareness for your business or personal brand. Media, events, and influencers are more accessible, and there is more give and take when you're pitching an idea. Number two, when you build a public profile, you also gain credibility, and this can lead to all kinds of opportunities and build momentum that ultimately helps you reach your wider audience. Number three, being well-known in your local market helps you build top-of-mind awareness, and that means that people will think of you more often, and therefore, that makes them more likely to seek out your products, service, or expertise. We also talked about how to become locally visible by doing things like reaching out to media with a news angle that's also relevant to their local audience, collaborating with other businesses to host a speaking event for prospective clients. This can be a very effective way to build excitement and buzz while also enhancing your own profile as an organizer and even attracting media interest. And finally, you can teach at a local college or executive education program. This is not only prestigious, it can also be a great business development tool. All of these ideas are ways that you can build your profile locally and become known and sought after for what you do. But they're just thought starters. You can probably come up with even better ideas that are more relevant to your own expertise. The sky's the limit, really. Just remember to think about your objective and target audience so you stay focused on doing things that advance your business goals. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For even more tips on how to build your visibility, remember to download Cracking the Code, How to Be Quoted in the Media. You can find it in the show notes on my LinkedIn, which is at Janice Mandel, and on the Path to Visibility Instagram. And please let me know what you think of it. I really want to create more free resources, but I'm not sure where to start. So your suggestions are welcome and appreciated. Just connect with me over on LinkedIn at Janice Mandel. Send me a connection request with a note, letting me know what you think of the show and whether you like the free resource. Until next time, have a great week, and keep following your path to visibility. I'll be right there with you.